Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Sex with Emily. On today's show, I'm here with Brandy Glanville, podcaster, reality TV star, mom, and entrepreneur. Together, we're helping you navigate your dating, sex, and relationship questions. Topics include, is sexting an act of cheating? What to do when you don't like anyone you date? How to turn your girlfriend onto masturbation and how to suppress that cheating urge. And thanks to Audible for supporting the show. Look for Esther Perel's new series on Audible channels, which I'll tell you more about later in the show. Thanks for listening. Last year, my friends at WeVibe showed me a secret project. They were working on a couple's ring, which I immediately fell in love with. Well, at long last, it's here. Please meet the Pivot, the first couple's ring from WeVibe. I love rings. And if you've never tried one before, let me fill you in. Rings are an amazing way for couples to feel connected during intercourse because it's got something for both partners. For him, the Pivot soft, stretchy silicone ring fits comfortably around the base of the penis so he can stay harder longer and have more intense orgasms. For her, the ring directly stimulates the clitoris with an insanely powerful motor and a variety of rumbly vibration patterns. I've waited months to tell you about the Pivot and now is your chance to get one for yourself. To order yours, click on the Wevi banner on my site or visit wevibe.com. That's W-E-V-I-B-E dot com. Look into his eyes. They're the eyes of a man obsessed by sex. Eyes that mock our sacred institutions. Bedroom eyes, they call them in a bygone day. Hey, Emily, you got a boyfriend? Because uh, my man E here, he just got his heart broken. He thinks you're kind of cute. A girl's got to have her standards. Oh, my. Do women know about shrinkage? Isn't it common knowledge? What do you mean, like laundry? It shrinks? Can we not talk about sex so much? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God, I feel so good. Being bad feels pretty good. But you know, Emily's not the kind of girl you just play with. I think we should just fucking start. Okay, let's just... Okay, Brandy. Yes. I'm here with Brandy Glanville. And I'm just starting the show very non-traditionally right now because we just naturally talking about <laughs> sex toys. And that's amazing. So, Brandy, if you don't know Brandy, we have listeners all over the world. You're really? an international celebrity. Um Brandy. <laughs> yeah, she's a podcast. You guys check out her podcast right now because I know you like podcasts. Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. It's awesome. She's a mother, author, television personality, entrepreneur, former model. She's super hot. Check out the Aww. Instagram and all that stuff. And <laughs> she's got wine and she's I love the title of your books. Oh. Drinking and dating and drinking and tweeting. Yeah, it's all about drinking. Oh my god. <laughs> right, exactly. They all go hand in you hand. Alcohol. Do you drink during your show? Your podcast? Uh, I can't because my voice is already high as can I cut can I cut yeah totally it's already high as fuck and then when I drink it gets really really high it's already it's it's so not people good. know when you're drinking. Oh, that. everyone right. knows. Well, that. I mean, yeah. I mean, people that know me. Right. Yeah. I think it's hot. Okay. So we won't, we won't get drunk now, but let's, okay, let's go back. We were talking about sex toys and you said that your boyfriend now is like, where has that been? I don't well, want. Yeah. Because last time I met you, you were on my podcast and you gave me a bunch of stuff and I was so excited. So I have this little bin in my house. It's all my sex stuff. You know, it's interesting. Every guy that I've dated and it's been a couple of years since I've seen you, I think. Right. They don't want to use that stuff. They're like, who else have you used it with? And my boyfriend, especially now, is like, no, we'll get new stuff. And I'm like, dude, it's, I'm I'm hygienic and yeah, I yeah, clean the shit. But they're like two hundred dollar toys. It feels like I think they feel like they want it. Like they want to de-virginize you with some new toy that no one's ever touched before. I've never. Well, okay. I think you just have to say, um, I used it by myself. Even whatever masturbation. Yeah, you can't I'm, do that now. You can't I go back and lie. Time. I'm like, whatever, you can't dude. lie. But also. What is it? I don't know. Well, I would say like I use it to get myself off. Like you're right. Don't lie. They probably picture that they get a visual of you with a guy with a toy. But you could just say I just used it last night thinking about you and I had 10 orgasms masturbating. It depends on the guy. Because like my guy is super, super sentimental and like mangina-ish and I love him to death. But like most, a lot of guys don't, wouldn't care. They just want to get in a hole. Yeah. (laughs) No, but some guys, that's interesting because I know I've had some friends who said that guy friends, they're like, I I had a toy left over from my last girlfriend and the girl was like, where'd you get that? I don't want it. And I understand that. If a guy whipped out some like rabbit with like pubic hairs out, they probably wouldn't even notice. I'd be like, gross. Like, I just almost (laughs) threw a bun out. I have this thing. Oh my God, we should give you if we had a UV here. It's this, um, it's a new, we did a Kickstarter campaign for them and it's, it uses UV light. It looks like 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 a dishwasher. Yeah. UV light. You put all your toys in, it charges them, sanitizes them. That's Dude. amazing. You have to worry that they're going to run out of juice and be dirty. Like wow. changes everything. Would you care about that if we got you one of those? I mean, what if we, I care about it. They'd be like, they'd be virgins again. 
I, you, your toys would be new. He's over it. I, I get like, it. He's like, let's go to pleasure. But what to- Well, that's fun. He could buy you some. But I'm going to give you some cool stuff too. But do you guys use? Okay, so back up for a minute now. Okay. Now that we got the toys thing. <laughs> so what I love about you, so many things, is that you're so that you went through a very public divorce, which yes. was not fun. Has been cheated. It's still not fun. Still not fun. Right? <laughs> How many years ago now? Like uh, seven. It's been. Eight years, eight and okay. a half years. God, I mean, and you, and then you're like, okay, this sucks. But and then you go to the reality show, yeah, you're on uh, Real Housewives, and you, you like, the, like in one season, you become like the star. And I well, get it. <laughs> well, you did. I mean, I don't you, know about the star. I was probably very hated. I was like, they, they people love me or they hate me. There's no in between. But isn't that? But you were yourself. You yeah. weren't trying to be anything other than yourself. I think. I mean, I know the producer. I was on. I had one season of reality. Let's talk about. Yeah, how I remember. Good, I reality. Yeah, but I'm saying you had. You went on. They wanted you back. They paid you more. I mean, you were. And I get the producers push you though. Well, right? I think for me, I was the only one out of the girls at the time that I started that wasn't an actress. So these women oh. have all been in front of the camera their whole lives. And like, I was a model, but you don't talk as a model. <laughs> like, shut the fuck up <laughs> and be pretty. And so. I, when the cameras turned on, they would turn into different people than when the cameras were off. So it was almost like they were making themselves a a different version of themselves, like a better version. Whereas I was like, I wish I could act, you know, (laughs) it would be different. Like, uh, and then somebody will say, oh, let's plan this. And I'm like, if you tell me to plan something, I'm the worst. I'll like, I'll, I'll, I'll I'll screw it up for sure. And it's, it will seem rehearsed. And that is something that happened quite a lot with these women. They would want to like plan this. Let's go after this person. This I'm like they really why? happened. It's like so high school, oh, yeah. and you're like, I'm just gonna. I, you're like, I couldn't even follow the lines. I couldn't even follow that plot. So that's what I'm saying is why people related because you are so authentic. Like they knew that that was you, whether they love, they hate you. I mean, you were. Out I, there. I was myself. I, I will say, towards the end, my last season, I I did feel a lot of pressure to make it interesting, where I would do things out of um, that I probably wouldn't normally have done. Out of, oh my god, we don't have a show. Like this is not interesting. So I might throw wine at someone for no reason, right? And I'm like, what the hell did I just do that? Right. But you know, you have a producer saying we don't have a show. Do something, and it's like. Nobody else is going to do it because they already are rich and they don't need the check. Right. And you're so like, I'll throw the, okay, they're there I'm going to do it. Famous. And I'm like, I got to do something. Right. You're like, I guess I could throw wine. Right. And but, so, yeah. That's so, okay. So when I, so I did my one season on the show, I was on the show called Misadvise on Bravo like four years ago. And the producers, I didn't know this was a thing, but I've heard now from other reality people that the producers are like, and there was about three single dating experts. Do we practice what we preach, but we are in different cities? And the producer would say, okay, so do you want to be the boringest one on the show? Like, yeah. do you want to be the sex expert that doesn't have sex? Because that's what you are. And the show's going to die. So go have sex with this guy. Right. And I didn't, I was so naive. I'm like, I didn't. I was no, like, but, but they're, really they're your quote unquote bosses, but you have to realize they are all independent contractors. So if they don't produce a good show, not only are, is the show getting cut, but they don't have a job. So they're there to manipulate right. us into doing something interesting that makes them look good. Right. So they can go another season. No, I get it now. Then. I, I know, me like, too. I was in San Francisco. Like, no one has right. a TV. They're like, you're on a what? Like, you know what I mean? Like, you're, you're. Right? And I couldn't get anyone to, it was like a dating show and nobody, there were guys and they were like, yeah, our friends were trying to fix me up. They're like, mm, but I don't want to be on TV, but right. I would date Emily here. It's like, any guy here. Well, every guy here is thirsty, thirsty, right. thirsty. Not like that there. So it was a different world. But anyway, you did the show and then you have your podcast. You write about all that you're dating yes. exploits and you're just, you're out there and you're yourself and you've had a lot of success now and your yeah. wine. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm tipsy. I'm, I'm drinking. I'm writing about drinking. I'm drinking my own wine. I'm doing more reality. <laughs> um, I actually started to get into production to be on the other side. I wrote two treatments and we have some interest in, and I'm really excited about that because that's great. Congratulations. It, you know, it's all going to go for away. TV show. Yeah. For TV. It's right. reality stuff. But you're going, you're going. That's the thing. Yeah, I think no, we're I always afraid busy. it's going to go away. It doesn't. I mean, well, eventually. I mean, it will. So yeah, yeah just I like, that, keep right? on moving, keep on grooving. But you're doing do you're, something. You're doing it. And I want to say that. So all of your, um, so now you're in a relationship going back to the, yeah. to Mr. Sex Toy Guy. We're going to, you're going to go home with some amazing stuff today but okay. it sounds He's like a game show i feel like it's price is right today you're gonna go home with some amazing prizes <laughs> behind this door is a vibrator but wait tell me about this guy because yeah. you were so the, your books which we'll get it but you for three years four years five yep. years how many years were you like drinking and dating and tweeting and I mean, drinking? I still am right I mean, let's be honest are you, but are you <laughs> I, still i still drink and tweet you can tell when i'm drunk <laughs> tweeting, and tweeting right and when i'm not I'm like it's about to be on and then brandy I glanville by the way if you want to follow her on all social b-r-a-n-d-i-g-l-a-n-v-i-l-e okay so yes. you still yeah you still tweet 
and and drink. drink. And I and, and my my man's a drinker like myself. So Perfect. and he has two kids the same exact age as mine. Oh my god! And we met on Tinder. Shut up! I swear. That's what I thought. I'm like, is that true? Yeah. Okay, so I want to talk about you being on Tinder. All right. Because how did you not match? You probably match with every guy. Well, every guy says yes. Every every guy swipes they the don't whatever even way look it at is. The no, if it's pick, if it's a pretty girl, they just like swipe. They don't read. They don't see that you have kids. They don't like. I'm like whatever. They just swipe, swipe, swipe. So I like I would have a hundred matches, and I'm like, you know, they didn't even look they, right to see how old I am, to see anything, nothing. And so I would, it was fun. It was a game for me and my gay best friend. I'm like, would flip flip I'm like, he's a pedophile. He's this, he's gay and doesn't know it. He, and I would sw- like, it was more fun for me. And I it's, really, it's a game. Yeah. I, I did it because for my book, I kind of ran out of material. I'm, I'm uh-huh. writing my third book and I'm like, what the hell am I going to write about? <laughs> I need to write a little more about, you know, dating and living and all of that. So I went on one date and I swore, I was like, Jeff, like a recorder in your pocket. Are you a um, reporter? Because this is a lot of questions about housewives and my ex-husband. It was like I was on an interview. Okay. And it was hell. But I sat through dinner. I got through dessert. And I Ubered out of there. And I was like, never again. Then. That was Tinder, though. From yes, Tinder. Tinder. Okay. And, well, because I, the, everyone's like, go on, Raya, Raya, Raya. Right. They rejected me. <laughs> I've heard everyone gets rejected from there. I, I don't. Reject- my friends didn't. I did. Really? It was not a good okay. day. And then, like, I had, I had lost my lawyer. Like, I had to fire him. Uh, and then I got rejected from right. I was like, this, this is not my like, damn and I day. I get on the famous people dating right? site. Right. Okay. So I went on Tinder just kind of I, out of boredom. and I get it. I was just, you know, there's no, there's nobody. So this guy, I saw and he had a picture with two kids and it made me happy because he was cute and he had his He's kids so in the picture. Okay. And I'm like, oh my God, like I love that he just letting you know these are my two kids and they come first. So I pushed yes or whatever you do. I don't know. I forgot now. Swipe yeah. right. Swipe right, whatever. And so we started communicating through the app, but it was like to go into the app, to talk to someone you don't really. So for like two months, we would like randomly say hi for a week. Like, oh, hey, what's up? How are you? Hey, not really on here. We exchanged numbers. Didn't really talk. And then one day he texts me and he's like, we should probably have a phone call at this point. And I'm like, okay. So he called me and we couldn't get off the phone. Wow. He's like, all right, let's meet. So this is like he months in. He gave good phone. Okay. Yeah, gave months in. So you weren't even like, did you we were, research him? Did you like no, dive deep? Google? N- neither one of us were really that like, hurry up and let's meet. You know, it wasn't anything. And so we went to this bar and it was like a sports bar. In LA? Place. Yeah. Okay. But in, in like in my, I live in Sherman, like in the city, in right. the valley. And he walked in and I was walking out of the bathroom and like we literally ran into each other. <sighs> and he was the boss of me and no one's the boss of me. And so like, he's like, sit over you... here. I'm like, I'm not sitting over there. <laughs> I'm like, don't tell. I, go, I, I like to look at people when we were talking. He's like, sit over here. And I was like, I wouldn't have sat over there. I don't but, even know why. And so, wow. yeah. And then he kissed me. In, in pub. I don't kiss him. Pub. I was like, every rule I have, he broke. Wow. Yeah. Oh my, within the first date. Yeah, the first date. So chemistry. Yes, chemistry. He's smart. highly intelligent. Talked about his kids sexy like goes deep like he had deep conversations right oh my um, god i yeah. love this and did he had he watched the real housewives read your books had he done i mean he, a little bit no I mean, he said no but he thought i'll say no but they do. right because i saw like on his like you know the google but <laughs> he thought i was off orange county so he's not he doesn't actually have proper tv at his house it's like the hulu the it's the guy stuff right they the don't watch TV, anything right, that right, i like to watch right so he legit doesn't watch it but he did his homework. and of course. Was like, so you're on Orange County Housewives. How was that? <laughs> I'm like, well, I don't like Orange County in general, <laughs> right. but uh, Close. no. Close. <laughs> right. Beverly Hills. But, but there's more blondes. I could see how he could get confused. It's confusing. And the boobs, the blonde. I'm like, All right, I'll take it. I'm one of those girls. Okay. So you go out and you have this great date. And then what? Did you did you sleep with him on the first date? No. I, um, I didn't because I still didn't know him, know him. So when we went outside, he's like, I'll give you a ride home. And I was like, mm, I'm just going to Uber because I don't want anyone coming to my house. Right. It, you know, it's still new, even though I, I liked him. And we yeah. ended up having friends in common. So that made me feel a little more safe. Yeah, and absolutely. then he had a really nice car. I'm like, okay, you can drive me home. <laughs> Damn it. So I got in the car and he drove me home. We made out my uh, driveway and then he tried to come in and I said, no way. And then that was it. From that point on, we were pretty much like, it was on. Wow. How long has it been? <laughs> about nine months. He'll okay. know the exact amount of time it's been because he's like, you know what today is? I'm like, oh, that's sweet. So Thursday? this is the mangina you're talking yeah. about? So he's more emotional, sensitive. Yeah. He's the girl, I, I think the that's dude. what you mean by that. Yeah. 
But it, on the first date, he was more like the boss of you. Yes. He was more of like but a dude. He but mans then he up. No, he can be, he's the man that can, he mans up, but he's sensitive and he's like oh. sweet. And I'm just like, not. Right. I totally get it. I mean, That's I can be sensitive, you. but right, no right. one will ever know that because I cry in the closet. Right. I got it. Okay. Does he? <laughs> so he's never made you cry? Um, Made me cry. No. He made me mad a couple times. He made me yell. About what? Oh, he just pissed me off. Right. But- but mostly, so nine months, that's, that's the good phase. It's like the honeymoon. Yeah. Things are great. Yeah. But like it's nine, I mean, it's like typically like six months, two years. But, it, but mean, it'll stay, I'm sure, I'm just saying that's yeah. like, you know, biology speak, bi- biologically speaking. So how long the honeymoon phase lasts? So you guys are, what do you do together? Do you guys think you've met each other's families? And Yeah, so it's great. So um, his family, I don't know his family as well. His, he's, he knows mine. My family is just super easy. They're like just chill partiers, whatever. Right. Um, Sacramento. He, Are you yeah, Sacramento? Right. Yeah. Okay. So they were all down this weekend. We threw a big Memorial Day party with the kids and everything. So it worked out. And all my friends have kids and all my girlfriends had boys and I have boys. And oh, so it's, it's like, yay, it's like a boy party. And so we didn't have to do like braid anyone's hair or anything. So, so wait, okay. <laughs> That'd be so annoying. You have your own hair to that braid. Would suck. Okay. So here's my question. So you guys, so did you, when did you become official? Did you, were you still dating other people or were you like, oh my God, I'm done? You know, I don't remember like I mean I just I don't really so I have two personalities I have one week with my kids where I don't go out at all it's like kids tutor homework we're in bed by 9 30 I don't see my single friends I don't you know see anyone and then they go to their dads and I have a week of let's go crazy we're my party friends let's try new restaurants let's get drunk and be stupid and then it turned out so every other week we had the same schedule so we didn't see each other for a week so we'd miss each other and then end up spending every day the following week together. Wow, so it really got. So we get to miss each other on the weeks so that we. I think you that's kind of healthy. Oh, I think too. the healthiest relationships are when they have space. I love yeah. the idea of even the separate bedrooms, separate homes. No, the I love thing, it. Trust right? me, I'm all about separate homes. Yeah, you need your own thing. You need your own space. So how was um how's how's the sex when you first? It's, honestly, yeah. it's great. He's a really good kisser, and it would be a problem if he wasn't. But he can go like I call him my little monkey, but. He can go all like all night, and I'm pretty much. Really? Doesn't, we don't How? need to. Do, I'm good after an hour. He wants to go like more than an hour, like yeah. hours and hours. Still. He's hyper. He's hyper as fuck. And he's always been like that. Yes. He says, or he's probably super turned on by you. He's always. I mean, like that. I hope so. <laughs> wow. So okay, he goes long, but how is he like? Like, here's my thing, because we talk about this a lot. I always do too on the show, and I even like get, giving guys feedback, like sexually. Yeah. Has there ever been anything with him or with anybody that you're like, you know, this isn't working for me? Because you seem outspoken, but can, yeah. can you say, you know what, go a little to the left or the right? Or like, oh, no, yeah. I mean, I tell him. So, like, what if, have you told him in particular? Well, before me, he never liked to eat pussy. And I was oh. like, that's a serious deal breaker. So, yeah. It's, it's, if it's not happening, it's not happening. And now it's like his favorite thing. Shut up. Yeah. And he's actually really good at it. And he's getting better and he knows my spots because I'm like over here, up there, that way. What? I will say he's a little too. Free to say, oh, can I put it in your ass? I'm like, no, right, right, no, not yet. Not right my now. Pussy for like right? an hour. You and it's not going to happen just because I'm on my period, right? If I might that. on a, occasion, but it's not just going to happen. <laughs> he sees the tampons out. Right. He's like, tonight. He's like, he's like, it's this week. It's butt week, oh. and he says things like butt week. Oh. He's like, can I put it in your butt? I'm like, oh, oh. I just said, don't be so crass, like, right? You got to teach him. Put it in your ass or something like, oh, yeah, like, don't say butt, and you don't really and don't even talk yeah. about it. Yeah, don't don't ask. Just try to do it, and if you can do it, you can't. Exactly. You know, it's just- That's anti. Okay, so I tell everyone always, yes, you have to ask permission. I'm not saying that. But if you're with somebody, what I, what I want to make the differentiation here is that you're with him and he can say, I want to put it in your butt because he's done it. <laughs> Don't do it like the first time, like just put it in the butt. Right. So so you know, I'm fascinated by this pussy yes. thing because I've actually ended relationship with a guy who was like, no, it's just not my thing. I'm like, yeah. guess what? You're not my thing. Right. Fuck up with them. It's right. important. If we're going down, they're going down. Absolutely. Even early and often. All, yes. You know, like, a zillion times a day or every time I see him you have to and there was like a study that came out that said that literally was like I was so happy it was like science it was like women are more like they need two things or three I can't remember the third right now but two things for sure that makes women women come across the board it was like oral sex 100% was like, like women like it wasn't just like a lot of like my friends can only get off with oral sex yes exactly so it's like I mean I can do both luckily but it is easier with oral right. and if I don't have that to start out it's not going to get real wet for you Ex- <laughs> right? Well, unless you use lube. Yeah, I do. I use move. Do you know that one? No. Oh, it's so good. Move? I found it in Vegas, of course. No, I've different. I've better. Okay. Okay. I don't, you have to give me a, a Joe. I have, I have Joe lube. Okay, we're going to try it tonight. You're going into my 
sex toy closet after. Yay. It's a whole thing. So the other thing was what it was, uh, women required oral sex. I think it was like to talk, like dirty talk and like fingers or something, but it was oral sex is what yes. I remember. So he had never, like, so he's married, he's gone through the whole thing and he's like, I just don't like it. He had never really done he, it. He doesn't like, to, he's like, I just don't like to do it. He's like, I, he's like, I've done it. I just don't enjoy it. And he had a four-year relationship before me and I'm like, how did that last so long? <laughs> you don't do that. He's like, he's just like, I was just, he's like, you're very hygienic. And so I guess maybe in the past, I don't know. <laughs> really? He said like, so I don't know. How do, so you, you're clean and you, of but course. let's be but clear. We all, I mean, there is. It, it, oh, things there, happen. There, there has, I mean, it has a specific smell to it. Right. So, I mean, maybe some guys don't like it. Some guys do. Right. I but, don't know. Right. But okay. So how did he, I want to know how you directed him then if he's never really done. Like, were you, so you really were like to the left, to the right, use your tongue, go softer, slower. And he mastered it. Well, he was, he has this inversion table because he has a bad back. So he was laying upside down. That's and amazing. I just walked up to him and it was the perfect height. Wait, so he's like doing his stretching yeah, because and he he's upside down. That's back. the best thing ever. Like you you're should, stu- you he was sna- stuck. You should snap that. <laughs> right, I'm not letting you down. Da- Dude, that'd be No, amazing. I will Dirty. tell you, like that. we already took one picture when we were drunk. We thought it was really like a really artistic <laughs> picture. We got so much shit for it. The, but when I saw you're you drunk, about- you think... This is great. We should post this. I know you wake up in the morning. You're like, was that good? What? Do you ever go back and like delete snaps? I'm like, that was not funny last night. Do I you don't do know how to delete stuff. Oh, I'll show I, you. I, Snap is still new to me. I'm getting it, but I just stick with Instagram and t- like Twitter. That's do you do the Instagram good. stories? Because you could delete those as well. I'll I show you. I don't know you. how to do that. I'm, I'll, I'll show I'm you. just getting good minutes. at the other I stuff. I turned off your CNN alerts for the show. I know. I'll see, you, but, yeah. I can show you work phones. I'll show you how to do the Instagram stuff. You have to like literally write it down. Okay. Or I'll have you do it yourself. That's how I've learned that I learn. Like I need to do it myself or I need to listen like 16 times. All right. Or I never learn. me. Okay. I'll show you things. Okay. So, so this guy, so that's great. So I love this. Oral sex. You're happy. Now, what about previously? So you were dating on these apps and what do you think that period gave you? Like, what did you learn about? I know you were in a relationship for a long time, but what did you like learn about? Like, date, like it was you went on a ton of dates, right? Or like, I, not on the apps. I only went on two. Okay, because, just in general in LA. Like, yeah, I'm well, there dating, now. Well, guys suck here. And I mean, like, but right. That's my question. I will well, tell why do you, they suck more than elsewhere? Do you think because they're cheap as fuck? Half of them don't have jobs, and they it's it's just there's too much there's too many choices. They could have you one night, me one night, her one night. Right. You know, it's like I'll do blonde, red hair tonight, and then brunette tomorrow, Asian next day, and I'll have a black girl next. Right. It's like it's a plethora. Of uh, it's a smorgasbord of right. pussy. It's true. It's so true. They never, right. And it's a, But it's always been like that, I guess. But then the apps make it more so. It's but so what about easy. dating as like a celebrity? So did you feel like that was a thing? Like, how do I know that that's really your intention and that, you, you know? I, I still, I mean, I. it is a question. Like, if someone knows too much about you, then it's like, hmm. And then if they want to be like on the red carpet or they want to, you know, go to events, I have to drag this guy, which I like. It's right? cute. But he's enjoying it now because he gets to get dressed up. And I had to, I had to go in his closet and throw away all of his true religion. Otherwise, we were going to break up. Um, but yes, we uh, now his true religion. I, I, got, I was slow on that. Right, the, he's gone. They're so gone. Yeah, they're I know gone. the ones that are like the ask the wash, the big pockets, and the, the stitching. And okay, I already had to go too. So, right. but now we have John Barbados. We're good. Like James oh my Purse. god, he's, he's so cute. Yes. I mean, I saw the pictures and everything like that. I dyed his eyebrows. I'm like, he's my little man. I love him. I love this. I love that you're and he's okay with happy. it. He's like anything you want to do. You know, most guys would like fight. He's just like, I I trust you. Right. It sounds like it sounds like right away, like the chemistry and stuff. So, do you think that all that dating with these assholes kind of prepared you then? Like, what did you learn from all that, you think? Or was it just fun? Like, were you having I mean, great sex? Were you- I, I never really committed to a guy. Like, I, I was more of... The dude. Yeah. And I, I didn't ever put it... Like, we don't, we're not in a relationship. We're just fucking, just so you're aware. It's not... And then because the kid week would come and I wouldn't talk to him. And it was almost like starting over. So I never really... I never put my heart out there. And I was always like... My walls were up. I know I hate when people say that, but it's like I wouldn't really let anyone in. No one got to meet of my course. kids. So it was just me. It was just sex for me. And would you tell them right away you're like, this is really like right away? Um, I don't think I needed to tell them. I think that's what they wanted too. I mean, there was one that kind of was like, let's hang out every day. And I was like, mm, no, but the sex was good. But he smoked cigarettes that drove me nuts. So uh, I was like, people still do that. Yeah, he's French, so. I oh, yeah, know, I know. You can make excuses. Yeah. It's like when I dated the Irish guy and he's alcoholic. I'm like, he can't help it. It's he's like you're Irish. It's neurotic. Right. I'm like, he can't help it. So he's supposed I'm to Jew, be. neurotic Jew. You're right. alcoholic. It's totally, totally fine. What's, right? what's the problem? That's what I feel. Um, <laughs> I, good, right? So, yeah, that's cute. I like, I like him. I like you guys. You seem happy. Do you think it's made you, like, I don't know, like anchored now in a way that you can kind of focus on other things or do you miss some of the dating? 
Uh, oh, no, I don't miss the dating. And we go out all the time. And, and the good thing is he loves all my friends. He just, he was confused. Like, why do you have so many gay men in your life? I'm like, because they can't cheat on me and they can do my hair. And uh, they're funnier than straight men. And he's like, I've never met someone that knows so many gay men. I go, just it's just who I'm around. Does he live in LA? He, he lives in the deep, deep in the valley. Okay, so he doesn't deep, know. You're like, they're the, the awesomest, the yes, best ever. Exactly. And now he's best friends with other. He's like, oh, I was texting as a term. We're going to go. I'm like, he texts all my girlfriends, all my guy friends. I love this. And it's he's like, we're going out with this person this week. I'm like, we are. <laughs> so he like plans things. And keeps yeah, organized. he's the planner. Oh my god. He's this like, there's a new great. restaurant. We're because I don't want to do it. I have to do tutoring. I have to make sure Mason passes eighth grade because it's or the struggle is real. I have to cook dinner. I have to do. I have to pay for my house. Like, yeah, he, the guy happens to have a lot of money, and everyone's like, oh, you're dating him because he doesn't pay my rent. Right. He doesn't pay my, my car. He doesn't pay for. He pays for dinners, which I think is very sweet because yeah, I've totally. done that in the past for men. And it's nice that he can do that. Right. But it's not like he... No, I'm I don't like, think... No. People just like to say... They'll say whatever. It makes me crazy, though. I know, right? So do, do you read what everyone writes or do I you read not? some of it. It depends on how much time I have. It's a, it's a J-O-B, like Twitter. And, and I like to use it to promote things that are coming up. And then when I start to get into it too much and I start to read... I start to get in wars. <laughs> right. And then that's not good for me because I, like I can be an you, asshole. You silence people, you said. You don't block yeah, them because so, the numbers. Yeah. Right. Like, I, didn't right. Know that. I just block yeah. people who send me, do you get dick pics and stuff? Because those uh, people I block. No. I, no. I, no I, 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 have <laughs> I will one. block you. No, I don't. I do not enjoy them um, at all. But I have this one woman who legit hates me to the point where she wants me dead and we've had her we have had her blocked she keeps on opening new accounts she goes to my family to my podcast producer to dj dj was like this is the guy i'm dating he was like this woman said this and this and this about you i'm like i don't know her she was a fan of housewives she hates me because of a tv show <laughs> it's I, not she even does not know the producer me. made me throw the wine right no but he went out of his way got her phone number found out where she lived and called her. He thinks he's going to change my haters. Like, just he's going to talk them out of hating me. And I was on the phone too because I wanted to hear her of voice. Course. And she was wasted. And her name was Lisa. And she's she like 55. She lives in Hemet. Am I just outing her? But she <laughs> we'll was. We'll find her. She was so wasted. Like, he was trying to reason with someone that is not reasonable and was high. Yeah. And I'm like, I, said, I finally jumped in. I go, Lisa. And then she started to go crazy on me. I'm like, listen. Just leave me alone. DJ, go hang up. We're not going to change your mind. But it was, he thinks he can change. He's like, they just don't know you, B. He really cares about you. It's very sweet. So how does it feel how to trust again? Like, how was it, you know, challenging after what you went through to be like, okay, I'm going to open up and I'm going to try to trust? Like, yeah, you know, it took, it took some time. And when we first met, he's like, I have to go for business. I'm like, okay, well, let's just break up. Because like, I don't, I can't I don't deal you. with people that travel and you're cute and no. And he is, he, I don't know how he did it. He just called me all the time, always checked in, like just not even checking, like we would have deep conversations. He would, sh he showed up. At, so this is funny because I don't let my kids meet anyone and I haven't in so many years. And he showed up at my house uninvited with his kids. And he's oh. like, hey, I'm your mom's boyfriend. I'm like, he can't do, wait, no, fuck? dude, he can't do no, that. No, I lost my mind. I had, I had a panic attack. That's when you yelled. No, I, no, I, yes. And then my kids loved it. They lit up. They thought it was hilarious. And I was like, no, no. I go, we're not, we're, I go, you're my boyfriend. It was the most uncomfortable. But I think it, that broke everything, all my rules in one second. Wow. And then my kids were laughing and they were so excited that this, this was happening. And he's like, a, he started laughing. He's like, uh, you know, we're, he's like, yeah, I'm not a boyfriend. I'm winking. I'm like, oh my God. He just came in. Yes, he broke. Because there's all these rules there's now, rules. right? Like, you, yeah, you got to bring the kid. Like, my, coming over, you call. My parents just introduced me to, like, they're like, this is my new wife. Like, they got married like six times. I was like, really? Like, now I feel like today yeah. parents deal with it much better. But it all worked out. Your kids yeah, like it did. Them. And it was probably what I needed for for that to happen. Because I, I was like, oh, I, don't wanna, I don't know if I want to introduce the kids. I'm right. not sure. And then he just, like, stormed in and... That was it. And they love him. And they, they, they love get, this him. This is, Panda, your life is like perfection right now. I mean, let's Even not though we still get anxious, <laughs> I know. I totally get it. Um, okay, we are going to take a quick break, and then we're going to do some sex in the news, and you're going to help me answer some questions and give advice. Okay, okay. Oh, I need to be really good at that. Thank you, Brandy Glanville. And thanks, everyone, for listening. I love you. Thank you for supporting our sponsors and help keeping this show free. You know I never talked about a product or a toy or anything that I have not used myself and that I love. So thanks for supporting the show. We'll be right back. People always ask me which experts I've learned a lot from, and Esther Perel is always on my list. 
As the foremost authority on modern love, her writing and her approach have made a big impact on me, both personally and professionally. So if you'd like to hear my latest obsession, check out Audible Channel's new series, Where Should We Begin with Esther Perel. This original audio series takes you inside Esther's office as she helps 10 real couples work through their most intimate situations. Everything about the series is so personable and relatable. You can help but learn a lot of useful information that could truly improve your relationship. Where Should We Begin is available exclusively through Audible channels or the Audible app. To learn more or hear a preview, visit audible.com slash Esther. Oh, and if you're an Audible or Amazon Prime member, you can listen to the series for free. Check out Where Should We Begin today at audible.com slash Esther. That's A-U-D-I-B-L-E dot com slash Esther, E-S-T-H-E-R. Okay, I'm here with Brandy Glanville. Hi, Brandy. Hi. This is so fun. Okay, let's do some sex in the news. So here's a story that came out this week. Feeling old may dampen your sex life. You may feel less likely satisfied with your sex life. It says the closer the people feel to their chronological age, the lower was the quality of their sex life. So if you feel young, it has a huge impact on how people felt about the quality of their sex life and how interested they are in sex. Well, I think if you're always constantly saying, I'm getting old, I'm getting old, that's an inside job and you're doing it to yourself. And then I I hate when my friends say it because if she's getting old, I'm getting old and I'm not getting old. Because sex is getting better for me. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Everything you're saying, like times 10. I had, okay, first of all, I do believe you're only as old as you feel. My mom, she's 75. She, I never once heard her say, I feel old. I no, feel old. I hate and that. she's like, I feel like I'm 40. I feel like I'm 25. She says it all the time. My whole life she has. And she's like, my friends, though, she's like, and I remember she's been saying this for like 20 years. She gets the ones who are like in their 50s and 60s, they're like, I feel old. They start walking Ugh. old. They start acting old. She's like, nope. And if you, my nope. mom, you think she's like, 50. That's so I love that. And then my friend came to visit and they're like, oh my God, we're so old. They all have kids. Oh. I'm like, no. And I, I erased it from her memory. Right. All week, every time she said it, I'm like, yeah. and I, because it's true, yeah, right? Like, yeah, when DJ hurt like, his back and we couldn't have sex for like a couple of days, like, we're getting old. I'm like, honey, you're getting old. Don't put me in that. We're the, like, I, the same I, age. But right. I go, oh, don't say that. I go, it depresses me. Right. And then I'm, we're going to start thinking that. And we both, we act like we're 16 half the time. Exactly. So I, I love that. I think this is like a message because I want you guys to get this too. Like if you are like, oh, I feel so old. It, it's just, when you tell yourself that, it's going yeah, to be you're true. Manifest, you tell you're yourself, manifesting. You are manifesting you being old and yep. having bad sex. So what they're saying is, or whatever it is, a bad life or feeling old and walking slow and like, just stop it's talking. So dumb. I, I, when people say that, like I literally like a trigger, it's almost like, right. like no, my whole it makes body me shakes. Too. Yeah. It makes me crazy. Okay, so do you feel like, and so they're just saying it's about your attitude. So you guys, if you're thinking like, I'm getting older, I can't enjoy sex, like so not true. That's all in your head. But do you feel like, Brandy, that your sex life has gotten better over yes. the years? Yes. But I what mean, do you think it is? Do you think it's because you know yourself more? Absolutely. Do you th- what do you I think? mean, I, I think that when you're young, you think you know everything, but you really don't. And as you get older, you get more comfortable with your body and with asking people what you want them to do. Whereas right. you're young, you're just kind of like, oh, that sex sucked. And as you get older, you're like, wait, turn around this way, go this way, do that. But when you're young, you don't you don't feel the confidence to say certain things right. or even do certain things. And as you get older, like, shit, I might as well try this. This is going to be great. Is and that- then it's just, I don't know. It's just better it's confidence it's yeah. better did you like, i feel like i didn't even in my 20s i was like what is the point of sex like early 20s i never had orgasm i just didn't get it at all and then i now oh, obviously I, like I do it. i made it my life <laughs> my life work um do you think do you feel like you are you able to orgasm easily i am when so when he goes down on me like oral first and then right when he puts it in and then otherwise it takes it takes some work and some moving around and changing positions and I mean it's but you a, know. It, yeah. oh yeah but I mean but like know. I know if it's not working this way we need to move another way <laughs> but yeah no I mean it is a little bit of work um and I have you know sometimes they're great huge giant ones and sometimes they're little tiny babies right but you have them oh yeah that's good awesome yeah. and you masturbate yes good. a lot he gets jealous that I do that really He's like save it for me I'm like we it's don't not run about out. You. <laughs> the, okay, so I love that you brought that up because May was masturbation month. We just came out of it. No, so, but I mean, it, it fits me perfectly. Exactly. Well, the whole month we talk, right? And everybody, because everybody should masturbate whether you're, um, I hate shoulds, but you really should. It's yeah. like you should brush your teeth, you should get a checkup, <laughs> like you should eat, drink a glass of water a day, and you should masturbate because your health, you, you're healthy. It, it's it's a, good for it, your health it helps all around. your stress levels. Everything. It, it Maybe that's cortisol. the anxiety problem. We, we, we were both Maybe anxious. We were talking about I was anxious, you're anxious, like 
Yeah, it does help. It helps it with stress, helps with your skin. In fact, if you're in a relationship and you're like, your libido's low, you don't have sex, the more you masturbate and sex on the brain, the, the more, more you you're going to want to have. Right, exactly. So tell them that when, you know, I don't know. It's funny though, because yeah. I think men, I don't know, people are very, m- masturbation is very, very misunderstood because people come from this, you know, it's like, like I'm societal. not fulfilling you. Yes, what, exactly. what, what am I not giving you that you need? And, and it has nothing to do with that. Zero. It has to do with, I feel the need to do this and I'm stressed out and this will help me or I just want this right now in this moment. Yeah. And wouldn't you rather have me doing that than going and hooking up with a guy somewhere? Right. And it's, it's not that you're, I'm not getting everything I need from you. You're just not at my house all day, every day in a drawer. Right, exactly. <laughs> and if you were, like it would totally work. The things in the drawer, right. And they're not going to replace you. Once we get him using these things, he's going to love them. But the thing is, is that I think it's just so interesting, this lack mentality or that there's not enough to go around of like orgasms, like you're going to use it up. Right. Or it's like, it's a replace because <laughs> like he wasn't here. Like last night, you didn't go down to me enough. So I'm going right? to masturbate six times to get back to you today. <laughs> so it's funny, men. And I hear from women all the time too, who are like, why does he watch porn? Or and why, why does he jerk off? They get, they get, some of my friends get very, I, I actually did get upset when I was married. I just didn't understand. I'm like, well, I'm right here. What, like, why did I walk in the bathroom and catch you doing this? I don't, I don't get it. Like, am I not? An, I went through that. Same. And then as I got older and I understood myself more, I'm like, yeah, you just had to do it. Right. Exactly. You got to do it. You guys got to release it. So you guys should all do it now or like <laughs> after, right after right. the show. You should definitely <laughs> masturbate. For sure. Okay. So, so yeah, the point, that, that's just the point, you guys. You're old as you feel, the more that you like, you know, however old you feel, that's the kind of sex and amazing sex you're going to be having. So just strike old from your vocabulary, right? no matter Stop, how, people. whatever Stop. age you are. Okay. Let's go on to emails. So I get, you guys, I love hearing from you. It's awesome. And here's the thing. You can now text me your questions. You can text 797979, ask Emily. One word, ask Emily to 797979. Have we been getting texts? How's that going? We just started. Okay. We want more texts, you guys. How easy is that? Because if you text it, you text ask Emily, and then you get the actual form that's on the website that like you would fill out anyway. And it's really easy. You could also go to sexwithemily.com. Click the Ask Emily tab or um, leave me a voicemail, 818-ASK-SWE1. So many wow, options. You're available. Dude, I'm so available 24-7. You can swipe me on Tinder. Wow. Yeah, I know, right? Anytime. They that. snap me. They tweet. They whatever. You could do that too, you guys. I actually, okay, here's the thing about snap, you guys. I do read all your snaps and I actually answer a lot of them. But when you ask me detail, like usually I'm like, thanks so that, you know, hey, my hair, look, I thought my hair looked good. Yeah, great today too. <laughs> but um, when you ask me like very detailed questions on Snap, that's hard. So you got to email them to me. Yeah, because um, you only have a certain amount of time to answer yeah. back. And then you're and like, then it goes away. And then it's like, yeah. And then I'm like, who said that? And then I feel bad. Okay. So include your um, information though, you guys, your gender, your age, where you live, and how you listen to the show. Hey, Emily, thanks for your podcast. I'm 33, active, strong, and fit. I love masturbation and need regular sex. I'm dating a guy who's 34. We've been together for two years. We worked together and started dating from getting to know each other at work. We're together 24-7, literally. So, okay, they're together two years. They work together. When we first got together, my boyfriend was really into sex with me. Unfortunately, he lost interest and our sex life is pretty non-existent. I want more and we do have sex. I'm now faking an orgasm. He's a bit old school, but he's nice, kind, funny, and a good friend. Two months ago, I met an older man. He's 46. He's very different. We had dinner and he left on a business trip. Now we're texting and this turned into sexting. And that's hot. He's an amazing person and I want to get to know him. I have a lot of attraction towards this man. I feel super turned on by him and he's asking me to break up with my boyfriend. I think he could be the greatest lover ever. So I'm at a crossroads what to do. What's the line of cheating? Is just having sex with someone who's a good lover, not because I want to date him cheating. Do you think sexting is cheating? Thank you, Alyssa, 33, Italy. Alyssa, you're cheating if you're texting another man. Yeah. Oh, even texting yeah. is cheating. Especially yeah. if it turns into sexting. I could say a, man, a male friend, but when it turns into sexting, she's she's forming a, an emotional bond with this person and it's not just physical. So, I mean, she's definitely cheating and it sounds like maybe the relationship she was in is is it has had its day. I mean, 24-7 Two years, a lot. Yeah, that is a lot. I mean, I, I agree with you. I mean, there is di- the different definitions of what cheating, but that is like an emotional affair. Right. And you are doing something that he, would he be happy, Alyssa, if he read your sex? Probably <laughs> not. I don't think anyone would be. But the thing is, is that I feel like, Alyssa, either you got to make a decision here. Either you should decide that you want to work on this relationship with the guy. The sex is going to change after two years. That's why I was joking with you about the biology of the honeymoon phase. Literally right. lasts for two, like yeah. after a while, you're going to have to work 
It's not going to be all the sparks and it flies and fly around. You're going to have to work on it. It's the flying shit. The flies that fly they around. Fly flies and stuff like that with the sex. So he's still into sex with you probably, uh, Alyssa, but you haven't had the conversation of sex with your boyfriend. And now there's this new shiny object, 46-year-old who's a great sexter, and you're thinking, oh, that's going to be all the answers. But wherever you go, there you are. It's like she's being distracted by a piece of glitter. Exactly. Because she, you know, hers, the, it, the shine dulled. But she can still fix it. Yes. So you have to decide here if you want to fix it. Do you want to go back in this relationship and work on the sex life? Or do you want to break up and go out with this guy? And you're already projecting so much onto him that he's going to be the best sex of his life. Let me tell you this. Because he's a great sexter does not mean he's great in bed. I'm telling you, I've had great sexting and terrible sex. I even had just, I've had great guys who were like, well, I even texting too. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so into their words and they're great. And you got with them. I'm like, I'm going to fall asleep. Right. And I will fall asleep before the appetizers get here. Where's your conversation that you can have on the phone that you can't have in person? Exactly. It's like, who are you? Right. I don't understand. Like who is someone like typing these for you? Can you not talk in public? Like what? Like I don't Is there a service that does that? Which actually isn't a bad idea. So Alyssa, just make this decision here because um, you don't want to cheat. And I think it sounds like you might be done with the boyfriend, but um, yes, all of this is cheating and just be a good girlfriend. Do what you need to do. If you need to break up with them, break up with them. But I don't think this guy's your answer either. We often right. think that and it's not. Okay. Another email. Dear Emily, I'm a longtime listener and I have a dating question. I'm in my mid thirties. I've been divorced for over six years and I date a lot. I do truly have fun. The problem is that without fail, I lose interest in the man I get involved with between the four to six week mark. In all honesty, I'll literally wake up a morning and no longer be into it. This has happened pretty much across the board from casual no strings dating to men I initially thought I would explore a deeper relationship with. I tried to pinpoint the issue and really can't see it's um, anything the man does. It's, it's simply a sudden shift in me. I lose interest. I quickly find myself becoming annoyed with the guy I'm dating and things tend to dwindle quickly. I do remain friends with people I date. So I hate having uncomfortable conversations with men once I decide, and it's a bit of disappointment and annoyance in general. What's the point of dating if I have to go through this over and over again? Is there a way to let guys know at the beginning that this might happen so the expectations aren't high, or perhaps an easy way to avoid that tense, uncomfortable conversation that just leads me to never want to date again? Thank you, Janice34, American, residing in Australia, writing from Bali. Janice, amazing life. How fun is that? I mean, where you're living, not your dating situation. (laughs) That does not sound fun. I think there might be some intimacy issues here. I mean- It sounds like sexual ADD. That's a good, right, exactly. Dating ADD, which which I think a lot of people have because there's a lot of options. But I feel like that maybe you- have high standards for the guy that's, that you're dating? Because if this is happening in every relationship, meaning high standards, not meaning like you deserve everything. We, we all do, Janice. I just mean like, are there certain things that are just going to annoy you? Like, I don't like the way he chewed his food and so it's done. Or maybe he like walked in a, you know, people like have these funny things that just like, you're like, I'm done. And right. Janice, the common denominator in this is you. So I feel like you don't know what you want in a man or a relationship right now. I feel like you might need to do some soul searching and figure out what it is that you, what you want, because sometimes when you keep dating and going and going and it's like you, you just, you don't really like have an end goal. And I feel like you need to really stop and think like, what would it feel like to be in a relationship? What does that person look like? What do they, what do they, you can be superficial. Like, what do they look like? But what do they believe in? What do they feel? What are their goals? What are their, like, do you have fun together? Like, I don't know, because the fact that everyone is shutting you, you know, you're shutting everyone down feels to me like there could be some kind of intimacy issues going on, maybe some trauma. I don't want to like jump to conclusions here, but the fact that anyone gets close and does one thing and she's done. Well, maybe she just needs to slow down. If she's getting in full-blown relationships with from four to six weeks, I don't know many people that do that. Maybe she needs to slow down and take her time and really get to know someone because in six weeks, we're all still pretending to be the better version of ourselves. Right. And so I feel like she's speed dating just to find the one. Right. And I think maybe she could just slow down a little. So she could, that's a good point. She could, you could date without a goal in mind. So I'm saying be a goal oriented dater and figure out what you want. But if you you're you're saying the other thing, Brandy, that you could just go out and not call these full blown relationships. But the fact that where does she live? I mean, you're living in Australia. I don't think it's every any guy in Australia is hot. Every single every guy. Guy. Every single guy. We have so guy. many listeners. Do you have a lot of podcast listeners in Australia right now? Uh, like yeah. We have I, hot. And I've been there, and I was like, is it's every guy. I know. I know, and they're fun, Every, and they want to drink yes. and have a barbecue and just and have over and have they, sex. They get you to go in the ocean, and you're afraid of sharks. I know, but they'll like take care of you because they'll like exactly. eat the shark. 
Okay, I think we need to go to Australia because yes. we literally are, we have so many listeners there and I keep saying that I want to go, you guys, to Australia. Besides that fact, Janice, I'm just thinking that something else going on here, and first of all, you're putting a lot of pressure on yourself and I think that you're like already waiting for this to happen, that it's going to happen and that maybe you just kind of slow down and think like it doesn't have to be my boyfriend. I'm just going to go out and have fun and don't, yeah, you're right. If they're all relationships. If it's going to be that hard of a breakup after four to six weeks, then she's moving too quickly. But she's saying that it could be casual, no strings, or it could be a deeper relationship. She, they just annoy her and she's done like that. And to me, that's like a not, that's yeah, there's like something intimacy there. thing. It's yeah. something else. And I might, that's why I actually, now that I'm seeing it, I think that you might need a little break to do some soul searching and figure out what you want. Because again, she's a common denominator. When you look at all these things, you're like, why does this keep happening to me? It's like, you're the one who's driving this. So maybe I think just like slow down, think about what you want and take time to reflect. Or it could just be that all the guys in Australia are so hot. She needs to get through all of them. Just sleep with all of them. Don't get all shit. Yeah. Oh my God, are we well? Oh, you have a boyfriend now. I'm like, we could go to Australia. That'd be so fun. Um, Another email. Dear Emily, I'm new to your show, but I already love it and it helps me a lot. I'm in a new relationship eight months so far with an older woman. She's 27, I'm 22. She grew up in a very Christian community and even though she's 27, she's never masturbated and has only had sex a few times before me. We're currently having sex around four times a week, but there's a problem. She doesn't feel like it's normal to touch herself. Because of this, she can't give me advice and doesn't want me to go down on her. I don't understand these women. She says that it's embarrassing. Fingering is okay and she doesn't mind giving me oral, but I hate that I can't return the favor. I get off on getting her off. We haven't tried using toys yet and we only do traditional positions, missionary, cowgirl, and doggy. My question is, how can I open her up to the idea of masturbation and letting me go down on her when she's lived all her life without it and doesn't feel like she needs it? I just want her to be more comfortable with her body and sex. She is beautiful. Thank you, Tony22. Denmark. I love that nobody's in America on the show. I love <laughs> I it. That's um, great. I know. I know. I love it. You guys, I love all of my, this is just amazing. Okay. So Tony, here's the deal. She grew up, it sounds like you said, in a religious background. And we're talking about all of this misunderstanding around masturbation that we're told from society, from our parents, from religion, everything. She literally probably just thinks it She's never touched, like doesn't think it feels good, thinks it's going to be wrong. She's going to be comfortable. You can't talk her into this. And I'm a little worried that you might be putting pressure on her by saying like, babe, I'll get off. You should just do it. She's like not even near the finish line. She doesn't even know where you're trying to go to. She's, she's, this is going to have to be something that she needs to figure out on her. You can give her some information, but I think you need to reframe the conversation. Like you could let her know. I'm listening to this podcast, Sex with Emily. You guys can listen together. And there's some benefits to masturbation, actually. It will help you relax, enjoy sex better. You'll get to know your body. I think that would be so hot if you became like really into your body. Like not giving her pressure that you're going to get off. Like that's such a dude that could make it about you. <laughs> I think it'd be really hot if you masturbated in front of me. No, but Tony, you could start tell, like helping her figure out like that it's, you know, we get that masturbation's taboo and that she could learn you know, her body and stuff like that. But if she's got serious issues with it, like she thinks it's horrible and she's going to be struck down. I mean, therapy. I don't think that you're going to be able to talk her out of it if it's this kind of conditioning. Or get her drunk and give her a Xanax. <laughs> right. Well, no, that right. Gets, not good. no that's she not could good. like pass Just out. get her drunk and then watch some porn and like proper porn. And I think that maybe she'll be like a little, that maybe like loosen up. I know loosen up is what you're yeah. saying. I get it. I know. It's so funny because whenever I have guys on the show, I never say it, but they're always like, just have tequila, right. do a shot. No, like, not, not, don't, I, we don't want her passed out. I'm don't not do the Xanax to, and the drinking. No, but, but I do mean, one, no, yeah, do one but, or the other. I, but here's the thing. He wants her to add her own, like even to go masturbate. Like, do you have any friends who don't masturbate or do you know this? Like, I didn't masturbate growing up because I didn't know about it. Like, literally no one told me, never occurred to me. Really? But it wasn't, yeah, I know. How weird is that? I was like, this is between my legs. Don't even know what it does except for IP. I figured it out now. But for for so many people, you know. Yeah, especially when they come from conservative backgrounds. Like, my brother has three nieces and one of them is a teenager and they're very Catholic. And I'm like, you need to make sure you're checking her texts because she's, she's, you know, she's developing. I go and in a couple of years, put that girl on the pill. He wanted to kill me. I said, you don't, I see her on my Snapchat. I know what she's doing. Like, get it, get your head around it. These young people, they see the internet. They see everything that we didn't have access to. So I'm assuming this other woman is probably the same that she didn't have the access, especially in a Christian household. But we can look at our kids and his kids 
they need to be ready to know. Our kids know everything. Everything. I know. And that's a whole lot. I'd love to know how you're talking to your kids. But And I have three nieces too. And I'm like, I like say the same thing. Any I'm questions? Like, yeah. I give just them the proper it. answers. I'm sure you, right. That's what you have to do. You can't be like, well, we'll talk about that one day. It's like when they ask right. is when is Because people say when's the right time. It's like when they ask, right. when it comes up. And, and they hopefully might be, they will ask. And if they don't at a certain age, you need to bring it up. It just it has to be talked about because everyone at school, especially if you're in middle school or high school, they're all doing it. They're right. all talking about it. And you want them to have the proper information. Like I just took Mason, my eldest, for his second HPV shot. And he's like, mom, but I don't. I'm like, just shh, you will. <laughs> yeah, thank God. Just Before age 26. No, yeah. that's really smart. I'm so glad. See, good yeah. mom. Awesome. But she's, okay, so back to this, Tony. I want to help you. So she's 20. Did we help you here? No, she's 27. Okay, so um, you're putting pressure on her. There's, you could give her some stuff to read. If she's like a reader, go to our website. We've got tons of blogs on this. Um, all aboard the masturbation train, uh, sex versus masturbation, uh, masturbation, great and great for you and how to beat masturbation month. That's just some things on our site. But I feel like a lot of couples listen to the show together. You might want to, not this episode, because she knows <laughs> you talked about her. I mean, it just sounds like she might need some more information. Maybe that would be the way she could learn, but not you. I'm telling you, if it's like you're pressuring her, pressuring her, it's the last thing she's going right. to want to do. It'll, so. it'll ruin the relationship. Exactly. I think a lot of conversations with couples really is just kind of reframing it. We don't know yeah. how to talk about sex. And it's always know. nice if there's somebody else around that brings it up so that you get that second, that, that other person's opinion. So it's not just a fight. Exactly. It's going to turn into a fight. Let's like have somebody bring it up and then it becomes a conversation right. and then everyone's more comfortable. Exactly. That's why I think couples, they like listening together because they'd be like, well, Emily said we should have anal tonight. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not taking responsibility, but if you want to have anal. Okay, uh, another email. Hey, Emily, I'm a fairly new listener to your show, but I have to say, I don't think I've ever listened to a podcast that interests me as much as yours does. I love the topics and the advice given from every show. I love how you answer everyone's questions in great detail, which brings me to my question, story. My wife and I have been together for five years now, and our sex life is pretty great for the most part. However, this is my wife's second marriage. Before we got married, we were friends at work and often talk about her and then husband's sex life, as well as share our past sex stories. We're both very open people, so that uh, was always fun for us to talk about. There were several occasions where the topic of how big her ex's penis was would usually come up. She once told me that he was around nine inches, which is about three inches bigger than mine. I'm in no way threatened by this. It's actually the contrary. I'm turned on by this. She never talked about it since we've been together and we've never discussed the size difference. This is something I, I think about from time to time. Is it normal to have feelings of arousal about your wife and her well-hung ex-husband? And do you think this is something I may discuss with her in the future or keep to myself? Thanks for reading. I look forward to listening to the show. Josh, 33, Dallas, Texas. Whoa, wow. Josh. Okay. So, okay. There's a lot going on here. This first one I read this, it reminded me kind of like of the cuckolding uh, fantasy or fetish that people have. And that means that men who actually have fantasies about their wives having sex with another right. man in I front of, like in front of them. Women have that same. I mean, exactly. that turns me on. I don't want it to happen, right. but I like to picture it. Really? That's have you, weird. has it always been a fantasy? Yep. Wow. That's great. Yeah, it is common. I don't mean like what well, I mean, but no, like no, no. I'm just thinking about your past and what happened. So I don't want it to happen. It's right. just something I'm right. zipping me on. There's a lot of fantasies that we do not want to have to happen in reality. So you're totally normal here, uh, Josh. I just want you to know there's nothing wrong with you for having that that fantasy. Okay, so this is what I want to say, Josh, is that I don't know what your relationship is like with your wife right now in the sense of do you guys talk about your sex life? Do you talk about your fantasies? Do you ever like do you feel comfortable? Because I feel like it's not that you necessarily, you don't want to see his penis. You don't want him to show up, but you think it's hot. So maybe your fantasy is that during sex, she's like, yeah, he was so big and you're not that big. Maybe there's some kind of shame to it. Or you'd be like, he, maybe you want her to be narrating it as you're having sex or like, there's like, sometimes this is how people fulfill fantasies. Like they actually fantasize about threesomes, but they don't actually want to have one. So during sex, they'll be like, right now there's a woman going down on you, like eating you out, or I'm picturing this. And that can be really hot for couples. I feel like if you guys have a relationship where you can discuss your fantasies and you can discuss your sex life, which I hope you can, both your second marriages, you could, you could tell her, you know what? I think that's really hot that you're like, sometimes I think about that. Maybe we could like, you could tell me more about it yeah. and then and that could fuel your passion that night. I mean, yeah. if they talked about it before and it wasn't an issue, I don't think it would be an issue bringing it up now saying, hey, listen, when you used to talk about that, it turned me on. And you know what? Like, can we talk about it? You know, dirty talk during sex. Can we talk about it again? 
I don't think if, I mean, if she was comfortable before telling him, yep. why not now? And she's probably being respectful, not bringing yeah, it up because exactly. they're together. Because I would say that's typically, I'm like, don't right. ever talk about any other penises that have ever been in your life before. Like, as far as you know, he, his is your first penis. This is the first penis you've ever seen. Because men and women, we can't get the images of the axes and the, but, but, but you're if he into likes it. it. If he wants it. And I think that's kind of hot. Like if I was with a guy and he was like, oh, tell me about your past experience. I'm like, well, how much time do you have? Because <laughs> I've got such good stories. I'd be psyched that he didn't get jealous. So Josh, I think this is cool. There's nothing wrong with you. You know, it's not that you're totally normal and it's fine. And I would just talk. This is a great time to start your sex combo. Okay, Brandy, I want to talk to you more. Yeah, let's talk. I don't know. Hi, this was fun. <laughs> Thank you for helping on my listeners. This was really great. Oh, of course. Well, I think it's great that you're opening the conversation. You've been doing this for a long time. But, I mean, there's not a lot of places people can go and feel safe and ask these questions. Because especially, like, the woman that did wasn't comfortable touching herself. She was probably taught growing up that that was a sin. Exactly. You know? And it's, like, it's so important for women, especially young women, to have a place to go that's safe. To hear that, yes, it's normal. We have to be in touch with ourselves. We have to touch ourselves. We get to touch ourselves. There's nothing dirty or wrong about it. Exactly. And so I just feel like it's really great that you're putting this out there and women are getting so much, they're they're talking so much more about it. We have to make this a conversation for these people. Absolutely. That's that's my purpose on the planet, really. I mean, I, that's why I love that there's listeners everywhere where you know podcasts, they can reach like all around the world. And I don't think there's a place to go at all for anybody. And I have three nieces and every day I'm like, how can I talk to them about this? Like, Aunt Em, I'm like, you need to masturbate. They're like, I'm hanging up. I'm like, uh, it's really, your pleasure is really important. So, um, well, thank you for being here and helping with all the listeners. And we're going to take a little visit to my sex toy closet. Yay, I can't I wait. have a really, some really cool things to give you that, like I got something yesterday that blew my mind. Can we, oh, is it open? I'll show that to you in a second. Oh, I want to hear first about your Vagina Monologues tour because you're going oh, to Detroit, yeah. my hometown. Yes. Um, Tell me about the Vagina Monologues. So I, I did it for the first time. In, I did it. I did I did the play. Is it your Vagina Monologues? No, no, I mean, okay, it, yeah. kind of, no. <laughs> my life is like a vagina, that is kind of the theme I, of my life is right. vagina, but that's fine. We did the play originally in Texas. It went really well. They decided to do it again. So now we're taking it to Detroit on the 21st or 22nd of June, and then we head to Chicago the following night. Um, and two other uh, reality personalities, Kenya Moore and Teresa Guidici. I don't know. Is it Guidici or I Judice? was going to ask you that because you're a real housewife. Don't you guys have like flashcards? We have no, to say each other's I, names? No. I didn't know either. <laughs> I think it's Judice. I want to say Judice. <laughs> we could Google it. But I don't know. Um, but she, I've met her, and she's great. Um, I met Kenya, and she's not. So I'm hoping she's not great. That because we did Apprentice together with our oh. president. Wait, you were on Apprentice I was with on the Trump. last season with him before he became president. Oh, dude, wait, why haven't we talked <laughs> about that? Have you talked about that nauseum already? Uh, there's really nothing to say. Everyone's like, was he inappropriate with you? He wasn't. So I really don't have any. Like, I did mean, did you like him? Like, yeah, you, I did. Right. I didn't vote for him, but I like him. Right, like he was oh, fun like, to hang out yeah. with, funny. He was nice, Interesting. he was lovely to everyone. He wasn't inappropriate with me or anyone that I saw on the show. Um, so yeah, I was like, it's kind of boring, but- Don't you wish you had a better story now? I know. I know, but, but no, it, but still you got to like hang out, but yeah. did you but think he was what, smart? I know, that's great. Okay, that's a, that's an okay story. Yeah. But I'm glad there was no scandal with you. No, no, no. You no. had enough stuff going on in your life. Yes. Um, okay, so Vagina Monologues, that's Vagina Monologues, that's awesome in Detroit. And then everyone should check out your podcast, yes. Brandy Glanville Unfiltered, and your books and your social media, yeah, Drinking and Date. It's all on your website. Is there one place for them to go or just social media at Brandy Glanville? Yep, Snapchat, it's all Brandy Facebook. Okay, you're awesome. Thank you for being here. And your wine. Thank you for having me. Oh my God, so fun. Oh, what I was going to show you is, I just want to talk about this really quickly because this just happened yesterday. So there's a product that I'm going to give you. We were talking about getting excited over it. Check this out. Okay, so there's a product called the Womanizer. (laughs) I've been talking about the Womanizer for, this is not what it always looked like. It's, it's, I nicknamed it the Clit Whisperer because the Womanizer uses pleasure air technology, which is this is why you're going to love this, Brandy. It simulates the feeling of oral sex. It like sucks lightly on your clitoris with air. I mean, it literally is mind blowing. It came out two years ago. I have every sex toy on the planet and I went to the sex toy trade show and everyone was like the womanizer. I'm like, what's that? And then it literally, there's nothing else like it. And it, and so then, so people are always emailing. It yes, like it works. It's a giant lipstick. It's so gorgeous. So the new it's one, beautiful. wait, this just came yesterday. I freaked oh out. God, it's a it's... lipstick. And so now it looks like a big lipstick, it but does. it's the same tip that it shapes your clitoris. It's it, you're gonna freak out. It's so good and it's so cute now that it's a lipstick. And can I use it while I drive? Yes, no, <laughs> yes, and the Xanax. You can do whatever. I've done that. No, but this one, 
It guarantees, it, well, it doesn't guarantee, you can't guarantee an orgasm, yeah, right. but in the studies, 60 seconds or less, women had orgasms. Nice. And this is not even an ad. I just got excited. I want to tell everyone, and I'm going to give you one. You're going to go home today I'm, with a uh, It's going to be exciting. Okay, so thank you, Brandy, for being here. Thank, thank you. Thank you. It's really fun. Thanks to all my people here. Oh, thank everyone for following me on Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram. It's all at Sex with Emily across the board. What else didn't I tell you about? Because I was really excited about Brandy being here. Oh, all my podcasts, you guys. I've been doing this for 12 years. There's a lot of them on the website, sexwithemily.com slash podcast to get our entire show archive. And I really love when you subscribe to the podcast. I appreciate the time that it takes to do that and to write reviews and stuff, but it really helps. And we just all appreciate when you do that. So thank you for everything, you guys. I love you. Thanks for listening. Was it good for you? Email me, feedback at sexwithemily.com. Let's get in that closet. Let's face it, there's nothing better than a combination of two great things. Chocolate and peanut butter, the beach and sunset, spanking and cuddling. Well, our friends at adamandeve.com have combined two of my favorite things, sex toys and savings. Adamandeve.com is where you'll find so many of the great toys I love, like the Weave I Wish, the Sports Sheets Midnight Collection, and the Magic Wand. They also have a great selection of sexy lingerie, games, and of course, lubes from System Joe. But you're thinking, Emily, what about the savings? How about this? If you order today with code EMILY, adamandeve.com will cut 50% off almost any item and ship everything to you for free. So when you're ready to combine your sex toy shopping with major savings, head over to adamandeve.com today and use code EMILY at checkout.